How to Create a Glitch Monologues Season 22 Chapter 9 This is Season 22 of How to Create a Glitch in the Matrix Monologues Episode 9. In this episode, we will be returning to discuss the nature of manifestation of your non-consensuality in those around you. To start off, your consensuality is limited by your awareness. It is the passive and active expectations created by three factors. 1. Your theory of reality, web of associations and archetypal self-attributions. 2. Your conjoined expectations or contracts with others. 3. Your bodily rhythms and tension level. Now, your non-consensuality is created by 1. Your reactive, reflexive thoughts to stimuli created by your unconscious self-attributions, your shadow self. 2. Your repressed impulses. The particular distribution of these two forms of reality around your physical body is fluid. But, it can be said that your conscious awareness reflects your consensuality, whereas your unconscious awareness reflects your non-consensuality. It can also be said that there are holes in your consensuality, that is, it is not a perfect continuous space. Nor is your non-consensuality. But it can also be said that the edges of your attention will manifest thoughts which are at the edge of your conscious awareness internally. It can also be said that your consensuality preserves your internal mind, which means that your non-consensuality is intermingled with your thoughts to a greater degree, manifesting them. Thus, your shadow self dictates the actions of others when confronting you with your non-consensuality. Let me give you an example. Suppose you go into a restaurant you have never been. Suppose you know no one there. The waitress approaches you to take your order, but for a particular reason she doesn't meet your expectations. Your reactive thoughts are crude and unkind to her, which she is unconsciously aware of. Patrons at another table notice her discomfort, and, in loyalty to her, begin to accost you. They act according to your shadow self, non-consensuality, your self-judgments not realizing that their particular comments are reflective of your unconscious self-attributions. Of course, all of this occurs according to your manifestations, which you are dimly aware of because they are at the edges of your conscious attention, as well as physical awareness. Or as another example, you are at work one day, when your thoughts wander to your co-worker, wondering if she has ever dated a co-worker. These thoughts are unconscious, undirected, and at the edge of your awareness. You are curious because you are attracted to her, but you repress that feeling because it is not appropriate given your relationship. The next day, at the edge of your attention, you overhear a conversation she has with another co-worker answering the question you unconsciously had the day before. There are other forms of manifestation which you might become aware of that focus on counter-paradigm or dialectic comments or criticisms. Often these are cultural. For example, let's say you are unconsciously self-attributed as a person of a particular descent, though you identify as a third-generation American. You read an article about some famous celebrity and unconsciously, that is, from your shadow self, criticize them, which is counter-cultural to the common majority sentiment. The next day you are watching television and this celebrity is on TV. And they make a stereotypical comment about your particular ethnicity. Again, this is an example of a non-consensual impulse or thought manifesting its dialectical contradiction in others. 
It is also important to note that unconscious self-attributions are projections in that they generate reactive thoughts in others, triggered by your conscious attention, which is to say that they precede your attention. That is why the elevator method works effectively, because you can circumvent your own reactive thoughts by undermining the confirmatory action which verifies them. They are thus frequently thoughts which act on a perception of the other, make assumptions or generalizations about a particular class of people. These reactive thoughts are instinctive, pre-conscious, and contingent, requiring only a confirmatory glance. A general rule of thumb however is that the proximity of a thought in your awareness will be reflected in its proximity in your attention. If it is just at the edge of your consensuality, your internal mind, then it will be manifested just at the edge of your conscious attention. So it is important to learn to stretch your attention into what would ordinarily be the unseen or unheard. That's the end of the podcast for today. If you enjoyed it, please like, comment and subscribe.